I'm Laura Austin. Dating and getting married was quite a journey for me, and now I can't seem to stop talking about it. So here we are on a podcast. Welcome. Okay. Hello. Can you hear me? This is my first podcast episode. I'm very excited. I might release like an introduction of who I am before this one, but this is like my first, I've got a dating topic to talk to you about. So here we go. Um, now, what I what came to me as our first sort of topic or question was what what can you do when you're feeling stuck in your dating life? Just feeling real stuck. <laughs> um, and I can relate to this feeling because both I felt that way when I was not married yet and wanted to be. And just, oh, say 20 minutes ago, I was feeling pretty stuck as I try to get this podcast launched and want to get some episodes released and uh, recorded and then so I can release them. And was just kind of, you know, that feeling of just that like just falls down on you. <laughs> like, I don't want to do this. This is all the dumbest thing ever. There's you, you just feel hopeless. Like there's nothing I can do. Well, there is there, you know, because my tendency um, when I feel that way is to not think of things I can do, but my tendency, well, there's two, I go like two extremes. One side is I freeze and think that there's nothing that can be done. And I just want to go take a nap or I swing to the other extreme where I think I need like a five-year plan and need every little thing figured out before I can start. And so that's exhausting going between those two extremes, of course. Um, and neither of those options really accomplish anything. And so I've wondered and I sit and try to think through like maybe there is another way forward. So if you are currently feeling stuck in your dating life and don't know what to do, feel like nothing's happening, you feel like God isn't hearing you or has forgotten you, you just don't even know what which way's which, right? Let me suggest a few things that might, I'm trying to put them into practice myself and these things might help you just take your next step. So the first thing is to pray. And that may be, all, all of these sound, they are simple things, but they are not necessarily easy to implement. So I know when I was in that place of wanting to be married, wanting to be dating, and I wasn't getting asked out, or I didn't even have a crush, and it was like, there's not even someone to like from afar, or you had just gotten over someone or just gotten out of a relationship, wherever you are right now. It can feel hard to pray about that. It can feel really vulnerable to even go to the Lord who already knows your heart, who already knows your thoughts, and he He knows everything, and yet there's something, there's still something in us. Um, even when we know we are saved and made new in Christ, there's something about us that wants to hide, right? That we feel shame about bringing things before the Lord that are difficult or that we have questions about, and yet there's so much freedom there. And so I... When I started proactively dating and really started to try to figure out how to move toward getting married, I really had to realize that like I had stopped praying about getting married. I'd stopped praying about dating, about guys I was you know, curious about or liked because it felt too vulnerable. It felt too hard to go to the Lord and like receive more silence or receive another no. Um, it, I, I didn't even really have that language yet, receiving a no from him. I was really in a place where it just felt like... God was very distant in, distant in my dating life. I didn't think that about all areas of my life. It wasn't like a total season where my faith, um, I wasn't doubting the gospel or the truth of the Bible, 
But it was this, my like dating life was this black hole as far as my prayer life goes. I would pray for other people, but not for myself. And so learning to begin to pray again and just say that to him, Lord, I don't know how to pray with you right now about my dating life. Would you help me? And the scripture scripture says he will. He says he already is. He already has been. He's um, he's praying on our, your behalf that the Holy Spirit groans on our behalf when we don't know what to pray for, which is such a beautiful truth. And so kind of reminding yourself that that is true and going before the Lord and asking for his help in this part of your life that you really feel stuck in is a really beautiful thing. So even if you were to write your prayers down or just sit and think about them and pray in your, you know, in the quiet of your own heart and mind, he hears you and he wants to talk to you about this. He wants to give you wisdom. Um, and you may be in a place where you're like, I don't know, even know how to receive that, but just having the faith to make that one, that first step of like, Lord, would you help me in my dating life? Start there. It doesn't have to be any more profound than that. And I'll give you some ideas even as we go along in this podcast journey together. I would love to continue to give you ideas about ways to pray. And I'll even have some towards the end of this episode too. But starting with prayer is a great thing to do. And I did that today when I was like, Lord, I have these things to record. I don't want to do it, <laughs> even though I do. And so would you would you help me? That was just that simple prayer I asked for him. And if you're hearing this, here he is helping. Well, I mean, I'm even recording it. I'm feeling encouraged just talking to you. So let's start with prayer. Um, another suggestion for when you're feeling stuck is to gather a team of support around you. Gather people that you can talk to about this area of your life. So for me, I basically sent an email to some girlfriends who have been encouraging about my dating coaching journey. Um, they, some, some of them have been there since my single days when it was just needing help with actual dating. <laughs> and then as this has been an area where I see a place where I can help others and the Lord has kind of shown me how to kind of move forward in both ministry and business opportunities here. Um, they're friends that have been interested in that and have wanted to ask about it. And they're friends that I know will pray for me and ask thoughtful questions. So it felt really vulnerable though. Like these are friends, these are women I've known for so many years. And I sent an email to them. This was a couple months ago. I've, I've had multiple moments of stuckness recently. I'm sure you can relate or maybe you can't and congratulations. But, um, that, so I sent this email and these are women that were in my wedding they're women who have walked with me. They're women who maybe more recently have been sweet friendships the Lord has the Lord has brought into my life. <laughs> and yet sending this email to say, hey, I'm trying to figure out my next steps in dating coaching. Should I write a book? Should I start a podcast? Should I just keep doing stuff in person that I do? Like it was a simple email and I felt so silly sending it, like did not want to send it. You know, like again, the enemy doesn't want us to reach out for help in these places where we feel stuck or where our faith is small and we need to see growth or where we just don't know what to do. And we're like, I can't figure this out on my own. He wants us to just stay quiet and to keep it to ourselves and just get anxious about it or depressed or numb or whatever. So anyway, I pushed past all those feelings and went ahead and sent the email and got the sweetest support back from them, which was so lovely. But I say all of that to say that you reaching out to friends to say, hey, I'd like to get married and I need help figuring out my dating life. Would you pray for me? That is super vulnerable. When I first talked to, <laughs> I can't even, I'm like feeling the feelings right now as I remember it. When I like, I, I'd read Dr. Cloud's book, How to Get a Date Worth Keeping. 
And I was having all these new ideas. And so then talking to my friends, like probably started with my roommates, started with my friend at work who'd given me the book. I couldn't believe I was like opening up this part of me. Like this was, it's crazy that I'm starting a podcast about dating y'all. Cause I was the girl that did not talk about dating. <laughs> I had a very healthy, full, vibrant life in every other area except for I was not getting asked out and was not dating at all. Had never had a boyfriend in my late, till my late twenties. So <laughs> the fact that I would bring up like, Hey, I'm thinking about how, like what my role and what God's role is in dating and getting married, like bringing up that topic with people was like, Oh my gosh, I need to go die now. Like that just, I was, it was so vulnerable for me. So if you're in that place, just know that it's okay to feel those things and still give this a try. Like let those feelings stay with you, but also know like you don't have to start big. You don't have to tell a whole group of people. Just think of, could you think of one friend that you could talk to? Um, and then you, as you get going into that, you're like, maybe there's a second friend and just trying to gather a handful of people that are like your team. And maybe they're not ever going to meet together or it's not like some sort of official group that gets t-shirts, but it's just in your mind, you have this like three or four people that you know you can go to them and you can ask for advice or you can just say, this is difficult right now. Would you pray? Or I met this guy. What do you think about this? Or if you do go on a date, you can call them and debrief it and be able to talk through things um, because it can be really feel so lonely when you're trying to figure out dating on your own. And you know, it's this ginormous decision about who you would end up marrying. And it's so wise to gather people around you, get a team of people that will help you make this decision so that you're not just relying on your own thoughts and feelings. So right now, this is something, this could even be something you pray. So these are all going to be connected, these three suggestions. So you could be like, I don't know who to ask to be on my team. Well, that is a great way to pray and say, Lord, could you bring someone to mind or this, you know, over these next couple of weeks, as I'm interacting with friends or seeing people at Christmas, could you help me notice a couple of people that seem safe for me to share these things with and like help me just have eyes to see and have courage to go and ask that person, hey, would you be willing to talk about dating with things with me now and then? Um, just and it can be really casual. And if the person doesn't respond well, that's okay. Maybe you realize, oh, <laughs> they weren't the right person to ask that about. Like, and now I go find someone else. It doesn't mean it was a bad request. It just means they're not the right person for you to ask. And so you find someone else. But, and I think you'll be surprised. I ended up sharing, again, this was after I'd started to talk with like roommates and my sister and very safe people. I got more courage. And then I ended up bringing it up with my small group at church, a small group I had been a part of for probably six or seven years at the time, had had them pray for all manner of things, never my dating life. So one week during small group time, I just said, hey, I'm trying to grow in my dating life because I'd like to get married someday. And would you pray for that, that the Lord would help me? <laughs> Again, very nerve wracking. And yet they responded so beautifully. And there were people in that group that I wouldn't have thought that they would be someone who was like, I'm going to be on your team with this. Like, I'm going to ask you about this. And there were just people that really surprised me and were such a gift. So that's down the road, maybe a little bit, but again, it's just a simple place to start prayer. And then trying to think of a few people that you could kind of have on your team as you're trying to figure out some dating things. And then the last thing that you can try when you're feeling stuck in your dating life is starting at square one and just doing the first thing. And what is that in dating? Well, in my opinion, it's meeting new people. 
no matter what your dating history is, whether you have dated a lot and just find yourself single right now, maybe you've had lots of relationships or maybe you had one serious boyfriend or what have you, you, if you're not going to date or marry any of the people you previously were dating, then it's time to meet new people. Maybe you're on kind of the other end of the spectrum where you haven't dated at all. Well, you can consider like, is there anyone right now that you're interested in? That's great. But if they haven't asked you to be their girlfriend and to be exclusive with you, then it's also wise to be meeting new people. It's time to meet new people. Or maybe you're like, I don't even have a crush right now. There's not even options for that. It's like, well, then square one is also meeting new people. So I, you probably will get tired of me saying this, <laughs> but it is square one that you come back to. And I hope that you won't get tired of it because I hope it's actually a comfort to know that there is something you can do. No matter where you're at right now, you can pray, you can check in with your team of people, and you can try to meet someone new this week. And it doesn't have to be a guy you would date. We're not there yet. You know, we're just trying to notice new people as you're out and about, as you're going about your day, as you're at the grocery store or you're at your job. Just take note. Is there anyone new that you haven't met before? It could be while you're at church and that meet and greet time, you know, like between singing and sitting down for the sermon. Say hi to your good friend who you're sitting near and then also just look around and be like, is there one new person I could say hello to? And I love it because it's like this win-win where you are both kind of expanding your horizons of meeting new people and trying to, yeah, just meet new people, <laughs> get new people you can network with and meet and what have you. And then you're also smiling and saying hello to someone and blessing them as they're at church that day too. So I think meeting new people is a cool way just noticing that you're in this season of life, that you would like to be married someday. Maybe there's someone you currently know that you would end up with, but if they haven't asked right now, we also need to be open to meeting someone new that you would date. So just consider I'm in this season where I need to be meeting new people. And if you have trouble with that, we can talk about that in another episode. That is a topic to, to get to that we need to kind of deal with the reality of that. But really it's square one that you can come back to again and again um, in your various dating situations. So here we are, we're feeling stuck, but there are some things that you can try if you want to, or maybe if you don't want to, but you know, you need to, <laughs> or you just can blame it on me. Just throw me under the bus. It's fine. Say, Oh, Mrs. Austin said I have to do this. I'll take, I can take it. It's fine. Um, so let's pray. Let's gather a team of people that can encourage us and be praying for us and support us. Um, and let's start at square one, whatever that is. For you, this today, probably next week, maybe the week after, square one will most likely be meeting new people. Meeting new people is going to be what you're going to need to do for a while. For my situation, I'm going to keep praying, checking in with my friends that are supporting me in this coaching endeavor. And my square one for podcasting and writing and all the things is just to start talking. So that's what I did. So if you're listening to this, I started at square one started talking and I'm probably going to need to keep talking. <laughs> so I will keep going back to that when I'm feeling, when I'm feeling totally stuck. Okay. See here, I had my first technical difficulty, my computer. Oh, here it's back. Hold on team. I don't know. Am I going to edit this out or am I going to No. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's good. In my first episode, I had a moment. My computer just was like, I'm going to turn off real quick. Okay. We're here. I don't think I'll edit it out. I'm really trying to go low edits y'all. So we can actually get this done. Anywho, 
as we try all these things, as you're trying to do these things to get unstuck, as I'm trying them, I will be praying for you. I pray that you'll remember the Lord's kindness and grace, that he is for you, he hears you, and he wants to give you wisdom for your dating life. I truly believe that. Let's keep asking him for help. Um, if you would like some tangible help from me, um, I would love to give you a printable of some of my best first date tips. Um, they are at heymrsaustin.com slash first date. Um, and I'm also on Instagram at heymrsaustin. You may not, you're like first date tips. I don't know. We'll just go look at it. Maybe you're not ready to print it. Maybe you're not ready to put them into practice, but we'll get there. Or maybe you are. I love it. <laughs> Either way, I hope you check it out. Um, and I hope that you have a great rest of your day. Thanks for being here today. Bye.